Thank you for joining us today on Real Talk with Matt and Carrie. Our hope is that as you listen, you would be encouraged, challenged, and maybe even have some laughs with us. So sit back and get ready for Real Talk with Matt and Carrie. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, Real Talk with Matt and Carrie, episode number six. Man, you guys are champions for sticking this thing out. I can't even (laughs) believe that. Well, well, we don't know it. I mean, hopefully people listen to episodes. If you're listening to this, we love you. We love you. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we do. Man, man. I was thinking we should have named it Real Talk with Babe. With Babe? Yeah. Like the pig? You don't ever say my name. That is not true. You always just call me Babe. That's true. Unless you're mad at me. (laughs) And even then I call you Babe. 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 All right. Anyway, it's Matt and Carrie. That's who we are. (laughs) Guys, episode six, we're going to talk to you guys. Uh, Last last episode, we're we're still kind of in this relationship vein. Um, It's just something um, that's kind of resonating with people. And so really what we wanted to do is uh, just talk about some stuff that has really, really helped our marriage and, uh, and, and the marriages of the people that we get to do life with. Yeah. And so, um, man, we hope that it's beneficial to you and it's good for you. So last time we talked about creating intimacy. Today, we're going to talk about how to cultivate intimacy um, in, in the life of your marriage. But yeah. before we get there... Yeah, we first we w- wanted to talk about... Oh, did you want to say that? I was just going to say we wanted to talk about... Last week, we talked about the three things that you need to intentionally do to um, create intimacy in your marriage were talk, touch, and time. But we also felt like it was important to say, these are probably the things that you need to guard most when you're dating. Or engaged. Or before engaged. You, before you have come into that covenant relationship with, yeah. your, uh, with your spouse um, on, the, on the day of your wedding where you stand before God and man. Yeah. So I think that a lot of times what happens is, the reason that we don't cultivate intimacy well on the back end of our marriages is because we've created an unhealthy level of intimacy yeah. before our marriage. So talk yeah. about talk about that for a well, minute. Well, you know, we just we see so many people who, you know, you hear the term heartbroken. You hear people just being so hurt by past relationships. And it's because I think when you talk when you're dating and you begin to share your future and you begin to include each other in your future, but there's no commitment, there's no covenant there. So then when that breaks up, all of a sudden your whole future looks glim, your whole future. So you've got to guard that. Like, Don't give away too much of yourself too soon, emotionally, spiritually, any of those things. Physically. Physically, the touch. You know, you want to guard that. That's not something that's for everyone. You know, that's not a... You don't want to be intimately touching and intimately creating. That, that's something that creates soul ties. And what that is, it's just, hey, I'm giving myself to you completely. And I'm receiving what you have completely. And so then all of a sudden you've given away and received things that you were never intended to give away and receive. And the third one there is time. You know, we all have friends or people that we know that once they start dating somebody, it's like all their other friends go out the window. They quit their job. They let go of their life. They switch churches. They completely change their entire life just so they can constantly spend time with this person that they're just dating. It's not marriage. And then you're, it breaks apart and you've left your church. You've left your support system. You've left your friends. You have no job and you're, you're in a tough spot. And so it's okay to wait. People don't want to hear that. 
It's okay to wait. As a matter of fact, it's important for you to wait. The reason, I firmly believe that the reason we have such low levels of intimacy in our marriages is because we get the cart in front of the horse right. uh, while we're dating. We try to we try to go over the top, creating levels of intimacy before the time is right, so that when the time is right, we've gotten it way out of whack, and uh, and it's just very skewed. Well, and you, so you know what they that, say: guard that, guard they, that. What do they say? They say, "Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free?" Mmm. That's good. That's good. That's good. That I think I made that up. <laughs> hey, you remember the line in uh, in Adam Sandler when he was like, or in Adam Sandler in Billy Madison, where Adam Sandler's like, "Hey, do you want to share a milk with and me?" She said, "No milk will ever be our milk." <laughs> <laughs> watch Billy Madison. Oh friends. no, do not watch Billy Madison. Do, do it. not do watch it. that movie. <laughs> it is like it's anti everything we're it talking is. about. It is. It is. Don't so do it. don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no milk will ever be our milk. All right. Sorry. Uh, okay, how to cultivate intimacy. <laughs> so we're going to talk about this. So we believe that we are a three-part being, and so we're body, soul, and spirit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so we're going to talk about ways to cultivate intimacy in each of these areas um, as we be- grow. Because it's it's important that you, that you are intimate on all levels, yeah. okay? Because the only way, again, we're going to go back to our definition of intimacy, and uh, you got to be transparent and you got to be intentional. Yeah. And so the only way for you to really cultivate intimacy is to uh, uh, allow your spouse access in all parts of your being, okay? Yeah. And so you're going to have to be transparent and you're going to have to be intentional because some uh, some levels of transparency, especially spiritually and in your soul, it is, it's not always super comfortable. Yeah, it is not comfortable to be vulnerable. No, exactly. But intimacy really grows in our vulnerability. I, I think there's, there's no greater show of love than when someone knows you completely and truly and they love you anyways. Absolutely. I mean, that when, that's really love. It really is. It's one thing for you to know the best about me and yeah. love me, but it's another thing for you to know the worst about me and still yeah. love me. What, what, and that's, that's the beauty of, of really, really... What, what was something you found out about me after we got married that, that you didn't love? Ooh. Uh, I won't be mad. Honestly? Yeah. So the, the thing that most surprised me after we got married. Like when I first saw you, I saw you in the church choir. And so I assumed that she could <laughs> sing, right? She's in the church choir. And uh, and I remember the first time I heard her sing, I was like, oh, she must be having a bad day. You know what I mean? Oh, and then man. and then I heard her sing again and I was like, gee, 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 wow. gee, gee, gee. Wow. Um, you, you just don't have the best singing voice, that girl. That's a lot. I, I sure love you, but... Can I tell you what I don't love about you? I wish you would. <laughs> I wish you would. I've had... Wait, 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 wait. Oh. That you don't love about me? No, no. That that bothered me. But you still love me anyway? But yes, I still okay, love great. you anyways. What? Well, and this isn't even... Okay, so I had this dream before we got married. Oh, no. That we would go on long jogs together. Oh, <laughs> I just... She married a fat guy. No, I no, because when we were dating, we were going to the Y every day. Well, it was a lie. There are some the Y things every day do. was a lie. <laughs> there are some things that you, you, you bamboozled you, me into thinking <laughs> you like to work out, babe. You don't like to work out. <laughs> oh, I was blindsided. 
I was just trying for that LNGB. You know what I'm saying? What? The LNGB. What does that mean? The look good naked body. <laughs> that's that's that's. And what then I was you tra- quit after we got married. Well, I mean, you had already seen. You know, I mean, so anyway. So I could just hold on to that one day. Yeah. That memory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway. Okay. So you know the best and the worst, but you still love them anyway, guys. Um, <laughs> so three. I, how do we I cultivate intimacy? For the stupid stuff we say. I think people like it. Yeah, I think so. Too. How do we cultivate? Oh, it's gonna clink around. How do we cultivate intimacy, body, soul, and spirit? First, body. body. Obviously, talk, talk about it. We talked about touch, mm-hmm. and that does include sex. We limited. We kind of talked about how it's more than sex, but it does include sex. Yeah, absolutely. Like when you're married, have sex. Please have sex when you're married. I mean. There's, you know, six weeks after you have kids. That was hard for you. Yeah, it was. But really, we were so tired. It wasn't even like... I mean... I mean, I was so tired. Are you really ever that tired? I think it takes six weeks for the guy to recover from seeing what he sees when the child is born. (laughs) (laughs) It's that long that then you're like, I don't even care. <laughs> I, I've forgotten. So I think that's yeah, okay. But really, that's so important. So we had a friend in Georgia who told us she was a nurse, and she said, whether or not this is true, I don't know, but we have we've tried to abide by it. It's been by good this, for me. Is we've said you should be having sex with your spouse every 72 hours. At least at every, least every at 72, least 72 hours. 70, 72 so hours. you know, we've tried because it keeps you connected. It does. If you go too long without being intimate in that way you start to feel disconnected. Mm -hmm. And the longer you go, the more disconnected you feel. And so it's so important. God created that for us to come together and be intimate and connect in that way. And so it's really important that you're you're having fun. If there is... That you're having fun. That's what we call it at our house. Have fun. So um, if, if there's tension in your marriage, if there are, you know, just... If there's tension, you need to reconnect. Implement implement this rule for a month and and, and see what and happens. See what happens. Just see what happens. Uh, send us emails and let us know. Seventy two hours. Seventy two hour rule. Get a couple nights off. Cultivate intimacy in the body. <laughs> Seventy two hour rule. Okay, number two. Talk about two. Come Where on. do you cultivate intimacy in your spirit? In your spirit, because that's a part of our life that a lot of people ignore, mm-hmm. unfortunately, or they think it it only connects with the Lord on Sunday. But really, our spirits, there's a new level of intimacy when your spirits can connect in your marriage. Sure. And I think that really starts with praying for one another. I, I do too. And I, I love that you said praying for one another, because I think part of, part of the pressure to grow spiritually or to uh, cultivate intimacy spiritually is that you have to pray with one another. Right. And sometimes that's awkward. Especially early on. Especially early on. But but we we don't always encourage the couples that we uh, that we meet with that we lead that we uh, counsel. We don't always encourage them to pray together with one another, but we always encourage them to pray for one another. And and reason being is because you uh, you will build intimacy with who you pray for. Okay, right. and so um, and so that's really what we're trying and, to cultivate yeah. is, is that level of intimacy without the level of awkward because and a, pressure. Yeah, because it's so pressure. A lot of a lot of people will teach 
you know, and I'm I'm not saying I disagree with it. No, because we just do saying, pray together. Right, there are played. seasons when we do sure. for sure. But what we want to be doing is we want to be continually cultivating intimacy. And we've just found that for so many couples, especially young couples or couples mm-hmm. who are are new to maybe praying at all, at all. you know, especially out um, loud, man. That can be super weird. So what we encourage people to do is pray for one another and then just let let them know. Like when I pray for you, um, I, I said, babe, I, I prayed X, Y, and Z and, yeah. uh, and just wanted to let you know. Or, you know. or I'll call and be like, hey, I felt like the Lord was saying this to me or I, I have this scripture I'd like to share with you from when I was praying for you this morning. And so it gives us opportunities to talk then. To talk. Which is the third thing that we want to connect with is our soul. And anytime you can communicate, it's hard to communicate about sex and it's hard to communicate about spiritual things. It is. For people, not everybody's a pastor, not everybody's comfortable talking, real talk. Not not everybody is solid in their faith, and that's spiritual, religious, but really saying, hey, I'm struggling in my faith, or hey, or I prayed for you today. Can you be praying for me? I'm I'm really struggling. You know what? Work sucks right now. Could you pray for me? Yeah. You know, um, my boss, man, I think I'm going to throat punch him if he talks to me one That's more time that way. So could you pray for me? You know, those types of things. Now, you get into I trouble when are, your husband is your boss. Well, that's what I was just going to say. We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> that's another episode. <laughs> but I think the thing we have to know about communication is your spouse is not a mind reader. And we talked about this a little Say bit with expectations, but I can't expect you to read my mind. I can't expect you to know what I want, to know what I need, to know what I'm thinking. It's not fair. And sometimes for us, we, we've just said, hey, listen, we're going to communicate uh, because we don't want there to be any kind of separation. And so there have been moments where, hey, we do try to live by the 72-hour rule, but I know that there have been moments where you know you felt disconnected or I felt disconnected. And, uh, and, and we communicate what we feel like we're needing. Hey, I know that we live by the 72-hour rule, but I, uh, I could use some, some extra love. You know what I mean? Like, love. 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 That's that Barry Manilow voice. Ooh, love. Yeah. Love. That, that wasn't very was good. Barry Manilow? That's not Barry Manilow. Yeah, Barry White. Barry what? Barry, Barry Manilow's an actor, I think. I don't know. Darn it. Yeah, you missed that I reference. I missed it. Well, anyway. Oh, shoot. You know, I think the last thing I'll say, though, about communication is um, we talked last week about talking. And these are some of the things that you can spend that time talking about mm-hmm. is what you, how you're growing spiritually, yeah. maybe something you're reading, or talking about, hey, I'm struggling um, you know, with our, I feel like our intimacy is lacking. These are the things you don't want to say to that person that are hard to say, that are hard to be honest about, but it's so important that you can share with somebody. Like, I feel like you haven't wanted to be intimate with me. Mm-hmm. Is there something going on? Yeah. Are you upset with me? No, I'm struggling at work. I'm stressed at work. It has nothing to do with you. Oh, well, I wish oh, I would have known man, that. I had no idea. That makes me feel so good. I'll be praying I can for pray you. for you. Yeah. And you they all, it all goes together. But it's just so important. And it, it, if you really want to have a good marriage, you've got to be intentional. Yeah. you got to be intentional and you've got to cultivate intimacy. I think that where we fail 
um, our spouse, where we fail one another. And ultimately, I feel like we're, we're failing future marriages. Like our kids, we've got we've to show our kids right. what it's like to live within uh, the life of a healthy marriage. A healthy mess- marriage is not perfect. Sometimes it's messy, but we're always cultivating in- intimacy and intentionality, transparency in the midst of it. Yeah. But where we miss it is, I think we create intimacy and we get into this but then we don't continue to cultivate it. And so, guys, right. let's be people who, uh, in our relationships, number one, let's let's create intimacy in, in, a, in a healthy and a life-giving way. But then let's commit to cultivating intimacy. And, and you might be, you know, five years into your marriage or 10 years or 15 years into your marriage, and you say, man, intimacy is dead in our marriage. Hey, do what you can to, uh, to, to put the paddles on the heart of your relationship and 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 bring it back to life create intimacy and yeah. as you do you can then go to the next stage of cultivating that intimacy yeah. and, and and you might say well you know what i feel like i'm alone in it but i'm going to encourage you again be what you want to see be what you want to see and and sow that into your relationship yeah. and and i'm telling you uh y- y- you will see a great thing and i don't think any marriage is too far gone no no way I really don't. I There's mean, always hope. If and if you've done everything you can do, and it still is struggling, you know that's different. But but these are some things you can do to really try to bring Absolutely. some life back to your marriage. Absolutely. Yeah. We believe in it. We believe in intimacy, <clears throat> and we believe in the power of it. And uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. This has been Real Talk with Matt and Carrie, and we can't wait to hear from you and let you hear from us a little bit more. Yes. We'll talk later. See yo. Peace. <laughs> Are you doing that every week? I don't like that laugh. You did peace last time. I'll take it out. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate that laugh that you do there. I like this laugh. Thank you again for joining us today on Real Talk with Matt and Carrie. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes.